to Chase Your Enthusiasm with your host, Chase. Hi, that's me. Oh my God, you're back for episode two. That's crazy. Thank you so much for tuning in again. The response last week was really lovely. Um, it was really sweet reading all your comments on Instagram and YouTube. And you best believe I read every one of those. So thank you so much for the support. So um, cool. If you're just tuning in for the first time, this is a self-accountability podcast where each week I'll be giving myself a new challenge to follow through with to add little bits of joy to the day. So the challenge last week was to create a fun video every day. It was fun. The challenge this week, are you ready for it? Drum roll, please. Oh, that's right. It's just me. Let me pull up a drum roll sound bite. Very necessary. Okay, that was good. The challenge this week is to stay off social media in the morning and the evening, and I will tell you why. My phone is by my side 24-7. Yours probably is too. And yes, it comes in handy. Because of that, I know when someone's trying to get a hold of me. And it feels like people are constantly trying to get a hold of me. Calm down, people. Okay, I'm not the president. I'm not Tony Hawk. I'm not Winston Churchill. It's mostly spam calls. When my phone's not with me, though, or like out of service, I get anxiety because I'm like, oh my God, what if someone's trying to get a hold of me and I'm not answering them and they think I'm rude? People thinking I'm rude is perhaps <laughs> is perhaps my biggest fear in life. Um, it's a really big fear of mine. Even more anxiety-inducing is when I do have my phone with me and I get a text message that says something like, hey, when are you free to hang out? Holy smokes. I am crippled with anxiety when I get that text message because I don't know. I don't know. I say, I'm free. I'm free for you anytime. And then that causes me more anxiety because I'm like, I'm not free. I'm so busy. I'm a single mom with seven jobs. We went over this last week and I'm just like, oh my God, I don't have time. <laughs> Do you see how much anxiety phones cause me and we're just on the phone part okay we haven't even gotten to the social media part i need a second also i'm very aware that this is a basic first world problem and i'm lucky that this is i'm i'm aware that this is uh ridiculous this is ridiculous yes i do know that okay okay instagram what a nightmare of an app Okay, it sits on my phone like a crispy croissant just waiting for me to eat it. I just came up with that analogy. It sits on my phone like hand sanitizer in the midst of a pandemic. Okay, so you get it. It's just there waiting for me to open it at all times. And I don't even mean to anymore. It's just a habit. 
just whenever I'm bored or I'm trying to avoid life, I'll pick up my phone and start scrolling endlessly. Like it's literally just, oops, I just did it. I did it. You guys want to see my feed? Models, more models, wedding girls, perfect girls on a boat. Is, is that okay, Kylie Jenner? I don't know. A perfect view, Paris, someone getting proposed to. And she's like, she's never been happier in her life. Like that girl is happy. Oh, where's that? I've never been. Oh, she bought a viral rug because she has so much money. <sighs> what is this? Like a perfect dog that has more followers than me. That's so great. That's really funny. This is actually really funny. That was a fun scroll down Instagram lane. When I'm scrolling, I'm simultaneously comparing myself to everyone on Instagram. And we all know everyone on Instagram is just sharing their highlight reel. They're just sharing their trip to Hawaii or their beautiful wedding or their latest career accomplishment. And it's really bad for our mental health. There's been studies that have been done. In several recent studies, users who spend the most time on Instagram were shown to have a substantially higher rate of reported depression than those who spent the least time. That's a quote straight from Google. See what I mean? When my parents were my age, they had to actually pick up their landline phone and call that friend from high school 12 years ago and say, hey, what have you been up to lately? And then that friend would have to explain what's been going on in order for them to know if they were doing better in their life than they were. If that was still how things were done today, I would be on top of the world. My confidence would just be soaring because you best believe I would not be picking up the phone and calling someone from my past and asking how they were doing. Like that sounds like torture to me. I'd be so oblivious to everyone's lives. I'd just be doing me, just focusing on me, you know? So I've noticed I spend the most time on social media in the morning and night. When I get in bed, I decompress, I open up my phone and I scroll endlessly watching videos of mostly random people that I don't even know. And I'm like, oh, wow, they're doing really great. They're, they're uh, younger than you, Chase, and uh, funnier and uh, prettier. And uh, what are you doing with your life? These are the lovely thoughts that accompany my time on Instagram. And I know this, and yet I still go back. Oh my God, it's almost like a drug. Am I cool now? I'm addicted to drugs. Just kidding, but kind of. So like I said, right before bed is when I'm doing this or first thing in the morning when I wake up, I grab my phone, I see what time it is. I, you know, maybe write down my dream because I'm really good at remembering my dreams. And then I'll open up my email and then scroll on Instagram and see what I missed for the past eight hours. It's just terrible. Again, when my parents were my age, this is what I think happened. I think they would wake up, go outside, grab the newspaper, have a cup of joe, and relax listening to an eight track or whatever they listened to. You know what I mean? I might be off. Hi, Grandma. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you on this one. 
I don't know why I can't hear on the other. I have a question for you. I'd love for you to answer on the podcast. What did you used to do when you were my age, when you woke up in the morning? Like, did you um, read a book or like get coffee or go on a walk? What did you do because you didn't have a phone? Oh, my mornings. Mm -hmm. I was probably on the phone the whole time. (laughs) You were on the phone the whole time, the whole morning? I'm sure. <laughs> but you couldn't call people at like seven in the morning, could you? Um, no, probably around 8.30. So around 8.30, you'd already be on the phone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. She didn't give me the answer I was looking for, so I'm going to call my other grandma. How are you doing, honey? Good. I was wondering when you were my age, how you spent your mornings and evenings because you didn't have social media to scroll on. What was a typical morning like? I would glance at the newspaper and and I would turn on the radio in my room while I was brushing my teeth and listen to the radio news, but you couldn't just listen to news any old time and uh, get a little bit of what's going on in the world. Right. And, and I was on with my own, my own world, what I had to do for the day. Yeah. I think that's healthy. Well, I think it's a very self-centered. <laughs> <laughs> you waking up and listening to the radio is kind of like this generation waking up and checking in with the world. We just do I, it. I have gotten uh, so that I do exactly what you said. The first thing I do in the morning is pick up my phone and take a look at what's happened overnight. Who's Yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, I guess it's just I human out, nature. Before I get out of bed. Same. An hour's gone by and you thought, oh my gosh. Yeah. I should have done such and such. Yeah. You yeah. can get lost in it. And good for you. You are, you're quite a, you're quite a person. Thank you. You're quite a person. So are you. It's interesting. My one grandma was on the phone starting at 8 a.m. <laughs> my other was listening to the radio and reading the headlines and checking in with the world. I guess we're just doing the same thing this generation. We just are like, we just have easier access to check in with the world. I'm still going to do this experiment and see if it's as lovely as I think it's going to be. I'm definitely getting excited thinking about how I'm gonna be spending my free time in the morning and evening, not being, you know, just in a warp zone on my phone. I'm thinking I'll be reading and journaling and checking it, meditating. I don't know, you know, I just love, I just eat all that stuff up. I eat it up. I mean, reading a book, that's, I save that just strictly for vacation. I mean, I've never just had the luxury of reading a novel. How exciting. Use that hour that I'm scrolling in the morning to read an actual novel. How fun. I don't know what voice this is. Hopefully my mornings and evenings are going to be much more positive you know, instead of that self-talk we were 
discussing earlier, just like, what are you doing with your life? Oh, today's going to be a good day. Not, you know, like all that stuff. I don't need that before I go to bed and when I wake up. Right. Um, So after this short break, future me is going to be here in the hot seat and tell you how my week went without social media in the mornings and the evenings. Oh my god, I can't find my I can't find my phone. Have you seen my phone? No. Oh my god, I think I lost it. Oh hey, I didn't see you there. My name's Chase O'Donnell with Lil Space and I'm gonna give you tips on how to live an unplugged day. If you're watching this on your phone, stay plugged in until the end of this video and then and then unplug. <laughs> the first tip I'm gonna give you is to um, you wanna go in the garage for the Okay. Um, the first tip I'm going to give you is go get some food. A lot of millennials like to take a picture of their food. There's like a lot of cars honking, so can we just do it not in the garage? Or can we walk this way? Can you... The best thing to do, are we doing it here? Don't take a picture of your food. Actually say grace, because I know for many millennials taking a picture of your food is like saying grace. So actually say grace. Or get yourself a disposable camera and get those photos developed later. Follow me. Do you guys, um, hey, do you guys take pictures, did you take a picture of your food before you ate it? Um, not this time, but usually if I go like in the evenings or something, I usually take pictures of food. Lunch time is a no, dinner time, yes. Yeah. There you have it. Also, there's like so much cool street art. There's a step. There's so much, there's a step there. There's so much cool street art in downtown LA. Look. What do you think this means? Everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. You heard it. You heard it first. You know what they say, a picture is worth a thousand likes. Maybe if you're bored of, um, there's another step. Maybe if you're bored, read a book. And guess what? I give you full permission to judge anybody who's scrolling on their phone while you're reading a book because you're better than them. I hope that I gave you a lot of tips on how to live an unplugged day. Now you can turn off your phone and um, now turn off your phone and oh wait turn it off hello it's future chase and you just watched or probably even just listened to some fun phone content that i've made in the past that second video was sponsored by this company called lil space which helps you get a little space from your phone so i thought it was very fitting for this week's challenge so I am here to tell you how my week went spending my mornings and evenings staying off of social media. I know you're just itching to find out. So 
I knew I was addicted to social media. I did not realize how much because what I learned was I use social media as an escape. Anytime I don't want to deal with reality as small as sending an email, I will grab my phone and instinctually go on Instagram to not deal with whatever I don't want to deal with. So when social media was off limits, I found myself super frustrated. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, they're all excuses to escape from the present moment. And even though it's super bad for our mental health, it feels so good in the moment. So when social media was off limits, I found myself just replacing it a lot of times with other apps like Pinterest, Etsy, Depop, which I ended up having to limit myself from going on those apps too because it was just an easy replacement to the scrolling. There's something about scrolling that just feels good. As the week went on, it did get easier to stay off social media in the morning and evening, and it's because I set up some ways just to make it easier on myself. Simple hack, I turned off TikTok and Instagram notifications so that I wasn't tempted to open the app every time somebody commented on something. It really did help. I have an alarm clock, so I could use that instead of setting an alarm on my phone so that when I woke up in the morning, I didn't have to turn the alarm off and already have my phone right there. I could just stay away from it. I also got a little night reading light so that I didn't have to use my phone as a flashlight, um, which I tend to do at night. Just honestly, as many tools as I can to stay off of my phone because when I'm holding my phone, it's just second nature to open up Instagram or open up a app similar to that. Now, I know you're wondering what I did to fill the time I wasn't scrolling on social media. This is the fun part. The first thing I did was take a trip to my local bookstore and pick out a novel. I told you I was very excited to read a book because I never do. It honestly feels like a luxury. Okay, so I got this book. It's called Daisy Jones and the Six. It's so good. I'm about halfway through. Yeah, I'm on page 193 out of like 300 something, which is honestly like, like that's a lot of reading. That's the most I've read in a really long time, to be honest. So I read morning and night, and that's why the nightlight came in handy. Then there were some days I didn't feel like reading because I was reading a lot. So instead I would get out of bed and I would do yoga. A couple nights I would watch a show to fall asleep. And then one of the mornings I did watch Rugrats. Instead of reading or doing yoga or journaling, I, I literally turned on Rugrats on Hulu. That's a Nickelodeon show from, you know, the early 2000s, 90s. I don't know if you've watched it, but... It's a great show and it just, it was nostalgic watching it. I know you could say technically like that's cheating because it is screen time, but it's not social media. And the feeling I got was happy, go lucky, good feelings, not negative self-talk, bad feelings. So I don't think it was cheating. Another thing I did to occupy the mind before going to bed was journaling about 
what my day was going to look like the following day. It is Thursday night and I'm off of Instagram and TikTok. I found that I was scrolling and I was in this warp and then once I got off, I was like, oh, let me plan what I'm going to do tomorrow. And I am scheduling and when I'm done with that, I'm going to read. I tended to fall asleep before I even got done doing it because it was so boring. Just like, get me out. Of, let me just fall asleep. Now, Instagram and TikTok on this challenge were still allowed during the day. So I did find myself in the afternoon, like going hardcore on Instagram, like, this is my only time I have. Let me spend all the time I can because I'm not spending time on it at night in the morning. It was like this weird, like, mind thing I did. Like, feeling like, oh, I can spend more time on it in the afternoon because I'm not spending time on it at night. Stupid. I definitely fell into rabbit holes. Like one rabbit hole I got into, all of a sudden I snapped out of it and I was like, why am I watching Emily Blunt impersonate her children? Like I do like Emily Blunt, but not that much. Like I like her, but I'm not like going out of my way to find Emily Blunt videos. And yet I had watched like a whole series of interviews with Emily Blunt. And then I snapped out of it and I was like, whoa, why was I just watching all of this? I had not realized I had been on it that long. So I set up even more tools. I have this thing on Instagram where you can set a time limit. The problem is you can always click ignore time limit. And I just always click ignore time limit. So that doesn't do anything for me. And then I've heard a lot of people recommend like, oh, just take Instagram off of your phone and only use it on your computer. The problem is <sighs> it's such a ordeal getting rid of Instagram on your phone and then putting it back on because I always find like, I don't know my password for Instagram and I have to get all these like codes sent to my phone and to verify it's me. And it's like such, it's such a big deal to get it back on my phone that I don't even want to go through it. So if you have any tips on how to stay off Instagram and it not using the ignore time limit and taking it off of your phone, please let me know. Just like slide into my Instagram DMs and let me know. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, you can totally because I'm on Instagram a lot, but maybe comment on the YouTube video of this and let me know. Also slide into my DMs. Listen, I'll read them all. I love Instagram. Okay, so my takeaway. This challenge definitely brought joy into my life. Having intentional time set aside for myself in the morning and evening. I did it from about 10 p.m. to 10 a.m. It was very nice. I would not have read nearly as much as I did and it felt like special time just set aside for me. And then on top of it, I was definitely more aware of my time spent on Instagram throughout the day. I mean, let's be honest, once 10 a.m. hit, I was like, let me go on the app. I'm allowed to now. What did I miss? It but at least that wasn't the first thing I did in the morning or the last thing I did before going to bed. Like I did give myself some time, which was nice. I'm happy how the challenge went and I would love to keep this up. I feel like this was a baby step. 
because in the future, I would love to limit my time on social media to just like an hour or just a half hour a day. But this was something. It was progress towards getting there. Okay, so now it's time for the segment where I talk about the other things that brought me joy this week. Yay! Last episode, I asked if I should keep this segment, and two people said that they liked it. So that's all I needed to hear. Okay, so the book I read, I just loved, and I still have more to go, but it's called Daisy Jones and the Six, and it is written in the form of a documentary. So it's as if you're watching, like, E true Hollywood story, but you're reading it. It is so good. I love it. I really highly recommend it. So does Reese Witherspoon. It's on her. It's on her list of books to read. And it's going to be turned into a TV show. I can't wait. I did mention that I watched some shows um, instead of going on Instagram. The show I was obsessed with this week, I finished the series White Lotus. It is so good. It's on HBO. It is brilliant. It's by Mike White. And I didn't know this, but he wrote School of Rock, which is like one of my favorite movies of all time. So I'm not surprised. I loved White Lotus. It's this like satire show about privileged white people who think they have problems. Sound familiar, Trace? me talking about how I hate text messages. I'm sorry. No, but these people have, are much more privileged and much wealthier. And, you know, they're staying at resorts in Hawaii for $20,000 a night. Wow. And it's just the comparison of their problems compared to actual problems. But it's really good and funny and I highly recommend it. I also mentioned that some mornings when I didn't want to read, I would jump out of bed and do yoga. So I've been doing yoga with Adrian on YouTube. She has 10 million subscribers, so you might have heard of her. But her videos are so lovely. I recommend doing one of her videos. They're so easy. It's honestly like, I'm like, nice, I did a workout, but I didn't sweat and all I did was like lay down in Shavasana and close my eyes and stretch and it felt good and it wasn't a real workout, but I feel like I did a workout. So that's why I like it. I also got my car washed and it's nice. It's just clean and feels good and I like being in my car now. Okay, at the beginning of the episode, I forgot. Last week, we picked a card to kind of set the intention for the week, and I didn't do that, so um, I thought we could pick a card now. Which one would you rather? Creativity cards? Probably creativity cards. Spiritual practice. Okay. Creativity is a spiritual practice. It is not something that can be perfected finished and set aside. I liked that, but I'm not in love with that. Okay, let's pick a love note from Chris Carr. Okay. Nourish yourself. Have you been using food to numb rather than nourish? Be honest. If so, (laughs) 
Break the pattern today. Show yourselves that you care by choosing healthy, wholesome foods made with love. Eat your veggies. Cheers. I don't know how much that really had to do with um, what we talked about in today's episode. (laughs) But it's always good to eat your veggies. Listen, it's always good. So if you take anything away from this episode, I hope you eat your veggies this week. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast and making it all the way to the end. That is amazing. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes and share it with anybody who you think would benefit from staying off social media for a week to give themselves a challenge. If you want to do the challenge, let me know and let me know how it goes for you. So that was week two. Week three, there's going to be a completely new challenge and I can't wait to share it with you. So see you next week. Thanks for letting me chase my enthusiasm. I hope you chase yours too. I'm still working on the catchphrase. Here we go. Bum, bum, bum.